0: Welcome to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Tricia Williamson. This week, I welcome Q Tucker, the NCHSAA Commissioner, and a 2024 North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Last week on High School Hoops, an exciting matchup between the Green Level and Apex women's teams. In the first quarter, Apex took an early lead and ended with 13 points to Green Level 7. The second quarter was more evenly matched and competitive, with Green Level coming back and taking the lead by one point, 27 to 26. An opportunity for Apex on this possession. That one is off the mark, another offensive rebound, and there's the first point tonight to Sarah Best Askridge Senior. A little run here before halftime. Out of the corner, this is a three. Got it. And there's some help, Claire Barber. And it. A- Rebound somehow mishandled. It's right back to the Gators, and Prasad makes them pay. And Green level in front for the first time tonight. Rebound, grabbed them and a shot blocked away by Prasad, and a third crack is in by Peace, who just did not give up on that play. After halftime, Green level kept up their energy and dominated the third quarter. They scored 23 points and shut out Apex, ending the quarter 50 to 26. The final quarter was almost a shutout as well, but Apex found their footing and scored 10 more points. It was not enough to catch up to Green Level's dominating performance, and the final score for the game was Green Level 67, Apex 36. What a first quarter, you know, team kind of behind, and then you found a way to really turn it on in the second quarter.
1: Yes, um, mostly it was our defense. We started to be more disciplined defensively and um, finishing defensive possessions.
0: And your team played so hard and really turned up the pressure on the defensive end. And then the offense started to flow. What really clicked there as everybody really started to turn it on?
1: When we get stops, our offense starts flowing. We start making more shots. So that's just how we go.
0: The player of the game was Dina Prasad, Green Level's top scorer with 27 points. Claire Barber also clocked 12 points with six rebounds and two steals. Two of Apex's top scorers were Isabella Peace, with 11, and Janiya Mangum, who racked up nine points. Right now, I'm welcoming Commissioner Q Tucker. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much
1: for the invitation to come and chat with you today.
0: Well, first of all, congratulations on being inducted into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame.
1: Well, thank you very much. Uh, I was very uh, surprised to get that phone call. And then once <laughs> I, I realized that the gentleman who called me was not kidding, then obviously just uh, it really stunned. Uh, I've uh, Just a deep sense of humility and just very humble by the acknowledgement by by others that they would uh, select me.
0: You became the commissioner in 2015. Is that right?
1: That's correct. 2015, I followed uh, Davis Whitfield, who had been the commissioner for about five years, and uh, he took a position with the NFHS, our parent organization in Indianapolis.
0: Okay, so the NCHSAA, I said all that right, right? (laughs) It's such a long afternoon. You're
1: right. It's the
0: state's version of a, a, a national organization?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Our uh, national organization, unlike the NCAA, they they can really set some rules that all of the states uh, and colleges and universities have to follow. The federation is a is just that it's a federation or it's a group of states who come together. We have some very commonalities in terms of how we do things in our own state. Uh, but then we are members of that organization because of the resources and the opportunities that we're able to get uh, through the National Federation. So it, we we still consider it uh, like our parent organization.
0: And before you were commissioner, how long have you been in the organization?
1: Well, um, <laughs> I've been with the organization since 1991. I actually came on staff in uh, Ah, uh, June first, uh, nineteen ninety-one, and so I guess if the math is right, I have been here uh, thirty-three years. I guess uh, getting close to that in year thirty-three, so to speak. Uh, so I've been here a long time and uh, have worn many hats uh, since being here. But it has been a a career journey for me, and uh, and really, you know, it wasn't one, Trisha, that I thought when I came here. Uh, that I would stay here this long but uh, you know it like I said it's it's been a journey but it's been it's been a good journey.
0: Well also when you were announced as commissioner in 2015 you broke some glass ceilings didn't you? Uh, You were the first woman right? Yes. And you were the first African-American woman. That's correct. So you said you don't you don't try to break these barriers, right? But you you have been. Um, and how does that feel to, you know, kind of be the trailblazer for other people who come behind you?
1: Well, I, I think, uh, obviously, when you are a trailblazer, it means that uh, there is a sense of obligation, in a, uh, you know, to a large degree, Uh, you are obligated to try to do things in a way that those who will come behind you or walk alongside you will be able to emulate and and view the things that I have done, that I am doing as examples, that they're positive examples. And so, uh, you know, in, in a real sense, to be able to do that Uh, is certainly, um, you know, I don't take it lightly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to do things the right way so that those who come behind me will be able to say, well, you know, Q Tucker left a great example and we want to do it uh, this way or we want to build on what she already established. So, um, you know I, I I certainly you know feel a, a sense of obligation to mm-hmm. to live up to to the fact that I did break a glass ceiling so to speak.
0: Well, you were an athlete as well, right in in college That's correct. If you can compare what sports was like when you were in college versus what say women have uh, as an experience now um, would you say that there's a, a pretty big difference?
1: Oh, well, there's a huge difference. Obviously, when I played even in high school and I played basketball, one of the most glaring differences from when I played basketball at Mars Hill College, then it's Mars Hill University. Now, when I played, there were really only two sports for women at that time, and that was to be a basketball player or to be a volleyball player. So just in terms of the opportunities to be able to play um, sports mm-hmm. it has changed and evolved in a very positive way over time that there are more uh, ways that that women in particular uh, can play sports. Mm-hmm. In general, athletes, whether they be they male or female, Uh, They're much stronger. They're much faster than when when I played. Uh, You know, I think about some of the guys who played basketball at the time I was playing. Yeah, they were pretty good now. But what we see them doing now on the court or we see them on the field or Mm -hmm. wherever they are showcasing their talent. uh, You know, there's just just a real difference. The opportunities to hone your skills, uh, you know, you have places now where you can go in the off season to work out and do those things. When I was coming along, you really you honed your skills in the backyard <laughs> or you hone them on a, on a playground somewhere or in a recreation gym. Now, uh, there are all kinds of venues for athletes to be able to go and 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 get better if they won't want to.
0: And A new sport that is coming to Wake County this season is the women's flag football, which was in Mecklenburg County last year. Right. That was the first year. Um, And now it's expanding into Wake County. I'm very excited to talk about that. Um, Just a huge opportunity for girls in Wake County to play a completely different sport that they've been shut out of historically.
1: Well, you're right. And and obviously flag football. Football is different than you know than what we're used to with the guys because the 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 wearing all that protective equipment and all of that certainly will not be the standard for uh what we see and what we know as flag football. But you know, the skills being able to pass, throw, run, uh, catch the ball, uh, score touchdowns, uh, those are uh, you know, very similar and alike and uh and like. Uh, football, as we we know, uh, actually Charlotte Mecklenburg—they just finished their second year, so they're mm-hmm. coming up on their third year. Oh, so really? to see, yeah, so to see it expand into Wake County is a real uh, a real plus. It does give opportunities for young women who who love football, who mm-hmm. like football, and to be able to go out on the field and uh, and, and you know and play it. You know, probably. You remember back in the day, uh, the closest that girls or females could get to football was yeah. when we'd have those little powder puff games. <laughs> and,
0: um, I went to high school so, in the in the late nineties, early two thousands, and we had, you know, a couple of girls on the wrestling team, and I'm pretty uh-huh. sure in my district there was maybe a girl who was a kicker, um, okay. and that's as far as we got into those sports. And so to see it expanding into. Uh, you know, fully women's sports is exciting for me.
1: Well, it really is. And I was just on a meeting yesterday uh, in a Zoom meeting where we were talking about uh, where it is expanding or has already expanded um, you know prior to this announcement for Wake County but Union County, uh Cabarrus County, uh, New Hanover County is getting ready to do something. Uh and and so it is growing and uh it, it you know I guess it's really just a matter of time before we really see it start to really uh bloom mm-hmm. and expand uh across the state uh in in large numbers.
0: I was excited as well to see how many teams already, even if it's in its first season in Wake County, we actually have. um, Mm -hmm. Is it always going to be the kind of tournament style on the weekends that it's playing now?
1: Well, you know, I don't I don't think that it would be. uh, Obviously, those will be the kinds of challenges and opportunities uh, that the membership will have to shape what they want it to look like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things like when will you play it in the calendar? For example, Charlotte Mecklenburg has played theirs in a short window uh, in the spring. Um, uh, Wake County is now getting ready to play theirs in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. Cabarrus County, Union County, they played a shortened season just playing on Saturdays. They played back in October uh, so it, it, right now, I think it's trying to find its footing. And so in in time, as we begin to look at whether or not we can move it to a state championship level, those will be the kinds of questions that have to be answered uh, in terms of where. Uh, you don't want to take away opportunities from females who are playing other sports. You'd like to find that niche so that if they're playing other sports, they could continue to do Mm -hmm. those plus do this. You know, what about the venues? Where will we play? it? Those kinds of things. So a lot to be worked out, but at least we are are trying it. And uh, and it's off off and running, uh, like you said, here in Wake County.
0: And the excitement for it seems like that will eventually work its way out.
1: That's exactly right.
0: So in May, right, is when you'll be inducted into the NC Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, right. Looking at the other 10 people who you're being inducted with, uh, we've got um, a gold medal rower, Caroline Lynn, and we have um, Sheila Ford Duncan, who is a basketball player, Jim Nance, um, among others. Um, how does it feel to be included into a group like that?
1: Well, it it's it, it's an it's an awesome class uh even if you just take me out of it.
0: Oh <laughs> no, no, it. no. No way. <laughs>
1: it, it really is and and you know it's the 60th class and you know for years it has been in Raleigh and so it's moving to Charlotte uh I think that was really where the idea for Hall of Fame was birthed. So to have it in Charlotte is kind of special. But when I look at those people who are going in, I mean, you have uh, Randolph Childress, an outstanding basketball player. You have Shay Raff, who was an outstanding basketball player in North Carolina, made a name for herself at UConn and is now the head women's coach at Vanderbilt. Uh, you talked about Olympic Rower. Uh you know Jim Nance. Uh, you know we all know Jim Nance. We see him on CBS Sports, and you know. So when when I look at those people, I mean, you know, Ron Wellman, Athletic Director at Wake Forest, and, and others, I, I just think it's uh, to think that I will not only rub shoulders with them, but that my name will forever be etched alongside those names in this class. Uh, that's pretty special. Uh, I have a great deal of respect and. Uh, for each one of those individuals, uh, you know, have watched them do do what they do um, you know, at a distance and and now be able to be, you know, right beside them and we'll be yeah. sharing something together. That's that's special.
0: You know, if I were you, I would slide in with a piece of paper and start getting some autographs.
1: <laughs> oh yes, I I definitely <laughs> will do that.
0: Hello, Jim Nance. how are you?
1: Let's talk. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yes.
0: And so, you know, you're getting this award because you have had this amazing career and you have accomplished so much already what's in the future for you what do you want to do
1: <laughs> well at some point in time you know you can you can do something for a long period of time and then you look back and you think isn't it about time to To, you know, move over and let someone else (laughs) do this or at least be still with good health that I can do some things while watching someone who will come behind me uh, and I still would be able to enjoy watching them do what they do. I think just in the immediate future as I move through this year in particular, we've got some, you know, we've got some things that we're working on as it relates to a law that was passed by the General Assembly that now, you know, takes some of the authority away from our membership to, to govern itself. And so we've got to work through those challenges to get another memorandum of understanding in place. So I want to be in a position to to work alongside our um, uh, leadership of our and our uh, full board of directors to get that in place. Uh, last spring, our our membership voted uh, to move from four classes to eight classes. So I'd like to still be in a position to try to help shape that and at least get the ship pointed in the right direction. Uh, so there's still a lot of things on on the horizon for mm-hmm. us. Um, the thing that uh, I'm really looking forward to in just a few weeks, Tricia, we will have our first state championships for females. Uh, as as you mentioned a uh, uh, a little while ago, we you you knew that. Uh, girls were wrestling uh, guys. But now, uh, fortunately, we will have girls wrestling girls, females wrestling females at Mm -hmm. our state championships uh, the middle of February, our first state championship, sanctioned championship. So I'm really excited about that. So along with all the other things that I just mentioned, those are the kinds of things that are on my plate. Those are the kinds of things that I'm looking forward to, but you know, at some point in time, you know, you look back and you think, well, there are more days behind me than there are ahead of me. So, you know, you start to think about, uh, you know, slowing down. And mm-hmm. uh, my mom is still living. She's 96 years old and still in pretty good health, uh, lives up in Reedsville. My, my, all my roots are there. So I can see myself. You know, in the not too distant future, uh, you know, moving back to Reidsville and being there and, you know, do some things in the community and with my church and those kinds of things. But I'm going to try to tackle these things right now and then we'll see what happens.
0: Well, Commissioner Tucker, thank you so much for joining me today. And I just wanted to say again, congratulations. Um, it's a really awesome thing to see you in, you know, that group of people that's being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year.
1: Well, thank you again for just this opportunity uh, to share and just to talk a little bit about, you know, athletics, education-based athletics in North Carolina. And certainly, I appreciate the comments about the upcoming honor. Thank you very much. Good luck with uh, with what you do. Thank you for thank telling you. stories and sharing messages.
0: I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. This week on High School Hoops. The top two teams in the Greater Noose River Conference compete as the Garner Men's team travels to Clayton. Garner is 7-1 in conference play and will have a competitive match against 8-0 Clayton. High school hoops will be live Friday at 7.30 on MyRDC. It will also stream live on myrdctvcom watch and on Facebook Live. Thank you to Commissioner Q Tucker, and we congratulate her again on her Hall of Fame honors. Join us next week when we welcome Evan Rogers, a former High School Hoops Scholar Athlete of the Week who currently writes for UNC's athletics publication, Inside Carolina. Subscribe to the podcast to get updates when new episodes air. And if you have a sports-related idea you want us to cover, email us at wrdcsports@sbgtv.com. at